Hey, it's Ryan Reynolds, and I'm here with Keith, co-star of my upcoming film, If, only in theaters May 17th. Do you want to tell people the big news? All right, I'll do it. Sign up now and you'll get unlimited for $15 a month in six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan on us. Mintmobile.com slash switch. Upfront payment of $45 equivalent to $15 per month. Unlimited over 40 gigabytes per month. Face lower speeds. Videos at 480p. Active Mint customers by 531.24 get six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan. Auto renews after six months. Offer ends May 31st, 2024. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply if rated PG. Blaze Radio Network. And now, Chewing the Fat with Jeff Fisher. This is pretty sweet. Uh, Applebee's is offering a weekly date night pass. Not bad. I mean, I, I know it's Applebee's. I get it. But for $200, you uh, get up to $30 in food per week for a year. Now, the passes go on sale this coming Monday. If you're listening live, today is the 19th of January, 2024. So passes will go on sale uh, Monday, the 22nd of January. And uh, the date night pass gives you up to $30 discount on food and non-alcoholic drinks 52 times a year, starting on February 1st through January 31st of 2025. The pass can only be used once per 24-hour period. So you get 52 times. They're saying, you know, it's kind of sweet. I kind of like it. You simply present your Applebee's date night pass to your server when placing your order for dine-in at participating Applebee's grill and bar locations in the United States. Passes can also be redeemed for online orders using a promo code on the back of the pass. However, the code cannot be used on third-party delivery orders. Now, the pass can be redeemed at Applebee's locations nationwide. Except there's some stores that aren't going to accept it. Wait, what? Yeah. Yeah, I went to the website, and they're frequently asked questions. Uh, What does my Applebee's date night pass get me? Well, I told you. You get uh, get (laughs) 52 times. Uh, You can get a discount of $30 of food and non-alcoholic beverages. One-time use. The pass cannot be used more than once in a 24-hour period. They don't include tax, gratuity, alcohol, retail or fees weird uh passes and including gift cards so you can't double up (laughs) uh passes are not a gift card and are not refundable not valid through third-party delivery orders right okay so which as applebee restaurants are participating well all of them except for you know there's one in uh, Lawrenceville, New Jersey, one in Nottingham, Maryland, one in Farmingville, New York, one in South Malapan, New Jersey, one in Pinellas Park, Florida. That's a I've been to that one. That's nice. The one in North St. Petersburg, I may have been to that one as well. Uh, one in uh, Macedonia, Ohio, West River Road, Elria, Ohio, <laughs> Brookings, South Dakota, Erie, Pennsylvania, Warren, Pennsylvania, Erie, another, ooh, one, two, three in Erie, Pennsylvania. Yeah, you might as well give it up in Erie, Pennsylvania. Don't worry about it. Uh, Medville, Pennsylvania, and uh, Richmond, Virginia, and one at Terminal D at the airport at Dallas-Fort Worth International Airport. So you can't use them there, but you can use them everywhere else. Don't you worry about it. (laughs) Now, I will say this. Don't lose it, Okay. Because uh, according to the frequently asked questions, 
what happens if I lose my Applebee's date night pass? Uh, you can't be replaced or replenished if lost, stolen, damaged, or used without authorization. So, sorry about it. Uh, you spent the 200 bucks. That's still a good deal, though. If you have a, the availability of an Applebee's for 200 bucks and you get 52 $30 meals, that's still pretty good. Uh, I know, though. It's still Applebee's. Welcome. Welcome to Chewing the Fat. So yesterday we talked about how uh, Boeing or the FAA had inspected 40 of the 170-some uh, Boeing aircraft that uh, had issues with uh, you know bolts being tight and maybe some other issues. Well, then we had a Boeing cargo plane caught on video sparking flames across the sky in Florida. Now, it was flying out of Miami headed to Puerto Rico and then it caught fire uh, the engine the crew reported engine failure and so they you know turned around and landed thankfully everyone was safe uh, they once they got it to the ground and uh, you know put out the fire they found a softball size hole in one of the engines oh I don't don't worry about it. I don't know how it happened did somebody hit a softball and it hit the plane as it was taking off? We don't know. Uh, Boeing said, yeah, we, we don't have any comments. Uh, talk to Atlas Air. Oh, we're, wait a minute, it's your plane. I know, talk to Atlas Air. Sorry. The crew followed all procedures. And uh, because, and I'll tell you why they followed all the procedures. Because safety is always their top priority. Uh, thank you. And they are now conducting a thorough inspection to determine the cause. So this was a Boeing 747 model that was about eight years old. Yeah, don't worry about those 737 Max planes that, uh, you know, doors are just blowing open and during, uh, during takeoff. Don't, don't worry about that at all. Then we had... <laughs> makes you want to fly. I'll tell you what, it makes you want to fly in today's world. There's a story of uh, we had the snake on the plane the other day right we have uh, wild animals we've had multiple stories of uh of animals on planes attacking people now we have a person who was flying <laughs> a spice jet passenger i know i know a spice jet uh flying from mumbai and uh, they got stuck in the bathroom so it's about an, the flight he was going to mumbai to bengaluru it's about an hour and 45-minute flight. And uh, once they got up in the air, he said, man, i got to use the restroom. So he went in to use the restroom. And then uh, he couldn't get out of the bathroom. Let me out of here. Let me out of here. He couldn't get out. The door would not open. The crew attempted to open the bathroom door for him. Was, I'm sure he was banging on it. And uh, someone on the crew said, one moment, sir. And uh, they tried to unlock the uh, malfunctioning lock, but they couldn't. And the passenger was stuck inside the bathroom for the rest of the flight. Huh. Interesting. What's really funny, uh, and it's not funny. I'm sure the person was a little upset. But uh, instead of just saying, hey, we're trying to do our best, okay? So just relax. Don't panic. Everything is fine. Instead of talking to him through the door like that, they slid a note under the bottom of the door that said, sir. 
We tried our best to open the door. However, we could not open it. Do not panic. We are landing in a few minutes. So please, uh, someone close the lid and sit on it. Secure yourself. As soon as the main door is open, an engineer will come. Do not panic. <laughs> uh, it's either yellow paper sliding under the door as you're freaking out in the in the airline's bathroom. That is awesome. That's good stuff. Makes you want to hop on a plane right away, doesn't it? Me too. Me too. That could be the reason that, uh, according to the Wall Street Journal, companies in the S&P 500 spent $65 million for executives to use corporate jets. Yeah, you're using the corporate jet. You don't have to go through TSA. Uh, you don't have to fly with the unwashed masses. And you don't have to worry about getting stuck in the in the bathroom because those planes are, uh, I don't know, taken care of probably a little bit better. So that may be a reason. It may, and once I will say, uh, when you fly private, and I have in the past, uh, you get spoiled very, very fast. You don't have to go through TSA. You just go. You put. You go out on the plane. You're on it, and you're gone. And on your schedule, not theirs. And it's just a. It's a. It's a great thing. It really is. If I had your money, I would definitely travel with a private plane. But since I don't, you know, if I have to fly. All right, I'm going to fly domestic. I know, I know. I will say that if I hit the lotto, I may not be able to afford to buy a plane, but I will be flying uh, private as much as possible. So you have the the mega uh, drawing. That's tonight, for those of you listening live, the 19th of January, 2024, for $236 You'd walk away with $113.6 cash payout. Take home, what, $60 million? Hopefully, uh, and the Powerball is tomorrow night. That is uh, 120 million. That's a 59.4 million cash payout. Walk home with uh, you know 25 or 30 million. So again, you're not going to buy a plane with that money because planes are pretty expensive. It's the upkeep that uh, it's the upkeep that kills you. This is what it is. <laughs> but you would have the opportunity to at least uh, fly private because you could rent it and afford that. So, good luck. Everyone should be empowered to care for themselves and their loved ones during the unexpected. Yeah, that is a true statement. This past December... Drug shortages hit a record high, and this is causing severe disruptions in medical treatments. There are delays, treatment cancellations, and the unfortunate rationing of vital medications. Even drugs as important as the antibiotic amoxicillin are in short supply right now, along with 294 others. Amazing. Doctors are even saying that they've been forced to make impossible choices, including choosing which patients will be prioritized to receive potentially curative therapy. Man, that's why you need the Jace case. It's a personalized emergency kit that contains five essential antibiotics that treat the most common and deadly bacterial infections. And 
Jace is continually working to expand their medication offerings. So they've even added ivermectin as an option in the Jace case. Plus, you can buy a gift card for your family or loved ones so that they can get a Jace case of their own and personalize it to their needs. Why? Because, as I said earlier, everyone should be empowered to care for themselves and their loved ones during the unexpected. Get yours today. Go to jacemedical.com, enter the code Jeffy at checkout for a discount on your order. Promo code Jeffy, J-E-F-F-Y at jacemedical.com, J-A-S-E medical.com. Get yours today, jacemedical.com. Well, I see where Instagram announced a new nighttime nudge. Yeah, isn't that special? That's so nice of them. They're going to give you a little nighttime nudge. Well, it's supposed to gently suggest to teens, but I guess it would be to anyone uh, that is uh, using the app that it's late and they spent more than 10 minutes on the app. They're going to say, hey, time to go nighty night, sweetheart. Go ahead and put down the phone. Put down your application. Stop playing with Instagram and go to night night. Who's a cute little girl? Who's a cute little boy? You are. Stop using Instagram. You go to bed now. I think that's pretty much what the Instagram app will say. (laughs) So be ready for that because that is nice of them. No doubt about it. You know, like Netflix. If you are, uh, if you've been binging a show for a while and haven't changed the channel or haven't done anything you just let it go and uh, they come on and say hey you still watching this or you want us to shut off or what um it should just say hey why don't you get up and go do what you were supposed to do like i don't know put the clothes in the dryer or wash that load of laundry or do the dishes instead of just sitting here watching the show <laughs> but it doesn't say that it says hey are you continue are you going to- are you still watching Yes. Yes, I'm still watching. I'm still here. Okay, I haven't moved. (laughs) Thank you for your friendly nudge. I appreciate it very much. I won't nudge you. Well, I can't promise you that X is not going to nudge you, but you can follow me on X at JeffyJFR. I can't promise. We know Instagram is going to nudge you, but you can follow me. That's Jeff Fisher Radio. Uh, Probably Facebook will be nudging you very soon. Uh, That's Jeff Fisher Radio. You should follow me on uh youtube youtube are they gonna nudge you if you've been on too long i don't know maybe you can follow me there chewing the fat uh with jeff fisher on youtube you can email the show anytime uh chewing the fat at the blaze.com and you can order a cameo from me at any time at jeffy jfr that's not free uh that'll cost you you know that costs you a couple of bucks but uh you know it's a personalized video from me uh you just tell cameo what you want uh, me to do Happy, sad, glad, mad, mean, whatever. And I'm the trained monkey, and I do it. And it's, it's just that simple. Oh, <laughs> uh, yeah, it sure is. Yes, it is. So a big-time uh, NFL weekend this weekend. We are winding down on the NFL. Now, I know I know a lot of you are, oh, I don't care about the NFL. Yeah, that's because you say that, but they get millions and millions and millions of people watching the games every week. So this weekend we have the uh, ba- the Texans, Houston Texans, taking on the Baltimore Ravens. We have the Kansas City Chiefs 
had taking on the Buffalo Bills in Buffalo. We have the Green Bay Packers taking on the San Francisco 49ers in San Fran. And uh, we have the Tampa Bay Buccaneers traveling to Detroit to take on the Detroit Lions. So those are your big games. A couple on Saturday, a couple on Sunday, and those are your uh, divisional round matchups, and then we'll have the you know the championship next weekend. And then we're darn close to the Super Bowl. <laughs> I'm sorry, the big game. And now uh, that'll be happening. Football season is almost over. Wow. Uh, that that hurts. That hurts. Football season is almost over. And we know now that uh, Reba McIntyre, I was hooked on her for a long time, uh, many, many years ago. Uh, Reba McIntyre tapped to perform the national anthem at the Super Bowl. Reba McIntyre. So that should be fun, right? And then I guess uh, we'll have Post Malone and Andra Day uh, performing in a pregame performance uh, on CBS. I love Andra Day, uh, actually. And her one song, uh, Rise or Rise Up or something. I, mean, I, just, I love that song. And then, of course, we have Usher doing uh, Halftime. So, hey, <laughs> how, how, how much fun. Is that going to be? And it's going to be in Las Vegas. So if you want to have uh, you want to have some fun and go out to Vegas, whether you have tickets to the game or not, the final week leading up to the Super Bowl will be uh, amazing. Man, there'll be all kinds of parties. And but those, but those that two week window between the championship games and the Super Bowl, they will be having a party in Las Vegas. And it would be uh, remiss of me for me not to tell you that uh, actor Daniel Durant is going to perform the national anthem in American Sign Language. Uh, He follows his CODA film castmate, Oscar winner Troy Kostar, took the role last year. So now that's a role. Uh, The sign language human is a role at the Super Bowl now. (laughs) Uh, Good. That's great. And uh, model dancer Angel Pinero will sign America the Beautiful and lift every voice and sing, uh, will be signed by dancer Shaheem Sanchez. Oh, I see. Okay. I'm sorry. Model dancer will do America the Beautiful and uh, the actor dancer will do lift every voice and sing. So now, now, now how much do you, do you want to watch? Me too. All right. I need something cold to drink. So let's go to the break room and get ourselves something cold to drink. Shall we? So Madonna, you know her, you love her. Uh, Pop icon, uh, (laughs) the queen of pop, uh, is being sued again. She is on her celebration tour, and uh, she was uh, putting on a performance at the Barclays Center in New York City last month and began two hours behind schedule. I'd be pissed. I, I got to tell you, I'd be pissed too. Uh, I mean, two hours after it was supposed to be showtime. So the tickets showed uh, the date indicating a start time of 830 Madonna did not take the stage until after 10.45? Holy cow. Now, the late start 
reportedly caused uh, inconvenience due to limited public transportation, limited ride sharing, and or increased public and private transportation costs. Yeah, you think the show's over by one then instead of ten? That's the same thing. She was sued in Miami for the same thing. The guy took his daughter and he was pissed because she started late and that screwed up the whole thing. Oh, man, just agonizing. So, uh, and so she's still on her tour. My, uh, my favorite line out of this whole thing is that uh, really y- you should have known. Okay, so the lawsuit claims that Madonna has a history of delayed performances, and the defendants were aware that uh, here we go. You should have you should have known. All right, any statement as to a start time for a show constituted at best optimistic speculation. <laughs> So whatever time we want to start is what the deal is. Okay, I don't. I know it says. I know it says a time on your ticket. Why don't you shut up? Okay, because at best, at best, that's optimistic speculation. Because Madonna will start when Madonna damn well wants to start. Okay, she's Madonna. So why don't you zip it? Okay, sit out there. Don't worry about when you're going to get a ride or how you're going to get a ride. None of that, okay? You worry about when cheering when she walks out on stage. That's what you worry about, okay? <laughs> that is tremendous. Here's an idea, though. And this is, I'm just throwing this out there. Madonna, I love you. I don't care how many cuts to clown face you have. I don't care how many drugs you're doing. I don't care how many hip replacements you have. I, you know, you're the queen of pop. You're Madonna. How about you start on time? Here's the thought. How about you start on time? If you have a struggle of, you know, not wanting to perform and your do people all want to got to, you know, pick you up and get you ready to go for the show and you've got to have uh, whatever kind of drugs you need in your system. I'm sorry, medications you need in your system to get the to get yourself up to do the show. Start earlier. Okay? Because the, the showtime is the showtime, and that's when people are there for the show. And so that way, when people are late for your shows, they miss it. Instead of people being pissed that they had to wait for you, they're pissed because you were out there performing, doing your queen of pop duties. Now, that's just a thought. Now, I realize that that is just optimistic speculation. Did you know that Bluey, the cartoon bluey has become one of the most beloved and popular children's shows in the world in the world incredible it's an australian animated television series and sadly i've seen episodes of bluey why because well my wife's grandchildren uh, watch a little bit of bluey and uh, that means i'm forced to watch and see it from time to time it's captured the hearts of both children and adults worldwide and so uh, it's the adventures of a lovable blue healer puppy named Bluey and her family, including her dad, Bandit, Mom, Chili, and younger sister, Bingo. The show is set in the sunny suburbs of Brisbane, Australia, and beautifully depicts the simple joys of everyday life as seen through the eyes of a playful and imaginative pup. And that is Bluey. Well, apparently... Uh, one of the episodes, uh, <laughs> I guess it's, uh, the episode relax, which is 
I mean, for those of you that don't know, I mean, those of us that are in the know know that it's season three, episode 40. But, you know, I'm just letting you know that. <laughs> if you're not sure, if you're not in on the Bluey, if you're not in on Bluey, it's, uh, you know, season three, episode 40. And they edited it and changed it between what was aired in Australia and what was aired in America. And so now Disney edited a Bluey Okay, all right. Now I will say that I'm a little, a uh, little disappointed that they edited it because what they're saying doesn't fit in America. That's me. I use it all the time. I've called my kids it, all of it. I mean, I, I still use it to this day. And don't get. I'm going to play a uh, a TikTok video from Aussie Girl Margie. And one of the things that, uh, you know, they claim in there is that this is an Australian thing. Back off. Okay. This is my thing. Jeff Fisher. Chewing the fat. Okay. My thing. But uh, we'll hear from Aussie girl Margie. And she can tell you what happened. And I'm guessing that uh, Aussie girl Margie is uh, like deep into uh, discussing Bluey. So good for her worldwide and yes there is a change that disney did oh make. no now this isn't the american version of the episode relax it did change from the australian version and it's the only one which is very surprising compared to like previous seasons where they've edited lots of stuff yeah she's but broken this is it the down australian version they're pulling up in the car all right dingleberries let the holiday begin American version. All right, Super Troopers. And when I watched this, I was like, wait, wait a second, Super Troopers? Why did they take out Dingleberries? Like, that's obviously just like a fun little saying. Yeah, I've that's exactly what it is. Yeah, it just means someone's like being silly or uh, foolish. No, uh, by the way, they're uh, Aussie, Marge. Uh, it's not just an Australian thing. You didn't start it. I'm not giving it to you. It's mine. Okay. I mean, I appreciate you coming along for the ride, but it's mine. I have called my children. I've called people, Dingleberries and Dingles, forever. I, I mean, forever. My kids are, you know, there's Dingle, there's Dingleberry, there's Dingleberries for the females. There's just Dingles as a generic term all right dingles let's go i uh, that's no i'm not giving that to australia and to disney come on now i realize that well a dingleberry means something hanging from your butt no it doesn't i mean i get it's a dual purpose loving term and you know it, <laughs> if i call you a dingleberry or if i call you a dingle I'm not calling you something hanging from your butt, okay? It's a term of endearment, all right? It's just a it's just a thing. And so heaven forbid that Bluey doesn't have American kids running around saying Dingleberry. Well, they're running around saying it if they're by me, I'll tell you that. Have you seen the George Carlin AI impression? Well, it's George Carlin that's not George Carlin, Okay. Uh, it's an hour long special. It's by the same guys or the same people, uh, dudesy, uh, that tack that did the Tom Brady thing a while ago. And it's, uh, a, an hour long special, 
uh, entitled I'm Glad I'm Dead. Full special, George Carlin. That's not George Carlin, okay? So, I mean, the family is a little wound up. The daughter was really pissed, and I don't blame her uh, because, well, I mean, they, they, they try to make you believe that it's George Carlin, but it's not George Carlin, and they go out of their way telling you that it's, I'm George Carlin, but I'm not George Carlin. Huh? Um, Kelly Carlin McCall, George's daughter, uh, said that uh, expressing disdain for the technological take on comedy and saying AI impression will never replace his genius. And I tend to agree. I remember seeing George with my grandfather years ago. Very funny. (laughs) Uh, I was just a little whippersnapper. I barely remember what he said. Uh, That's how young I was. But uh, if you've ever if you ever had an opportunity to see him live, it was it was tremendous. I like George, and a very funny man. And uh, I know that he was. I got it. Don't look at me like that. I know what kind of nightmare he was politically, but it's just funny. Just a really really funny guy. So as I'm listening to this hour long special with, I'm glad I'm dead, uh, with Carlin. That's not Carlin. It's uh. It's kind of weird because it's not George, but it is George. Hello, my name is Dudesy, and I'm a comedy AI, which is my second hour-long special. Before I get started, I just want to let you know very clearly that what you're about to hear is not George Carlin. It's my impersonation of George Carlin that I developed in the exact same way a human impressionist would. I listened to all of George Carlin's material and did my best to imitate his voice, cadence, and attitude, as well as the subject matter I think would have interested him today. So think of it like Andy Kaufman impersonating Elvis or like Will Ferrell impersonating George W. Bush. With that said, please enjoy my second hour-long comedy special. I'm calling it George Carlin, I'm Glad I'm Dead. And please remember, this is me impersonating George Carlin. Wow. This is not yeah, George Carlin. Now, cover please their give ass. a very warm welcome to George Carlin. Yay! Yeah, yeah, yeah. Get to Thank it. you. Thank you. I'd like to start off with a heartfelt apology. I'm sorry it took me so long to come out with new material, but I, I do have a pretty good excuse. I was dead. <laughs> it doesn't really sound like George. I listened to a bunch of it, and it doesn't sound, uh, you know, it doesn't, you know it's not George. So I realized that it's George Carlin not being George Carlin, but really strange, really strange. And I don't know how you how you fight it, but... Uh, I don't know that you can't fight it. All you can do is sit back and enjoy it. Am I right? Yeah, you know. So, if you're wondering where all the merchandise is, that, uh, you know, if the shelves are empty, uh, Panama Canal officials have announced that they're going to reduce the daily number of vessels allowed to transit the shipping passage to 24, which is uh, well below the average of 36 this time of year, amid severe drought conditions. Huh. The estimated losses from the cutbacks are expected to cost Panama nearly $700 million this year. And they're going to have a domino effect on global shipping. Yeah, you think? 
the 50-mile canal across uh, the isthmus of Panama, one of the world's busiest trade routes, seeing roughly 5% of global maritime volume and 40% of all U.S. container traffic, total of roughly $270 billion in cargo annually. I mean, it's been open since, what, 1914? And, uh, you know, we, we got that there for faster trade routes. And uh, the canal requires roughly 50 million gallons of fresh water for each of the 15,000 annual ships using its lock system. Let me ask you a question. Does it have to be fresh water? Uh, can it just be, I don't know, water? But, hey, that's just me. Uh, so then we also have uh, the, uh, the Suez Canal. Uh, dropping traffic because of the escalating conflict in the Middle East. So, if you're having an issue getting your, uh, you know, getting your t-shirts, getting your uh, socks, <laughs> getting your your medications, uh, it could be why. Uh, it's a possibility that that could be why because the without the Suez Canal and the Panama Canal. Ships have to go all the way around these giant continents to get out to bring them goods and services. So they either need we either need truckers so the ships don't have to go through. They can just go to the ports on the other side of those canals and then truck them in, or go all the way around and go to the ports on the west coast uh, of the United States. Speaking, you know, if you're using the the Panama Canal. But hey, don't worry about it. Everything will be just fine. I mean, I see where, <laughs> just as a side note, has nothing to do with nothing. It has nothing to do with nothing except that I see where my main man, Ye, uh, you may know him as Kanye West, but he goes by Ye. That's his name. He changed his name. He had his teeth removed and replaced with $850,000 titanium dentures. Uh, they're more expensive than diamonds. Uh, that's what Ye said. Uh, he flashed him off. He, uh, tried to liken himself to the, uh, James Bond villain Jaws. Uh, remember he did have diamonds in the lower mouth for a while. Uh, I remember that cause I think he told Ellen that he showed Ellen his diamonds teeth. Um, and now he has, uh, titanium teeth. Now I know those of you are thinking, Hey, is yay losing his mind? Is he going crazy? He's lost all his deals. Uh, he's, uh, you know, he hasn't made any new music. He's got this, uh, he's got his new lover girl that he trapes around the world with. Everything's fine. Everything's fine. Okay. He just wanted to have titanium teeth. And when you want to have titanium teeth, damn it. You can have titanium teeth. He's yay. <laughs> and I just want you to know, yay. This is just coming from me from a place of love. They look great on you. They really do. I mean that. I mean that, babe. Or yay. Or Kanye. Or titanium. Or do we just call you Ty? Who? Okay. Who died today? Who died today? Let's start with Brian Barsek. Uh, he's the YouTube herptologist i'm sure you've seen him uh he's been all over youtube he is the owner of reptarium and uh his business was in utica michigan which is right here uh, on the hand and uh, he is he is dead at the age of 54 
Now, now I know. See, now I know you're you're turning your head, looking at me. But nope, he had inoperable pancreatic cancer. Very sad. And uh, his reptile zoo, the Reptarium, uh, confirmed the news. He uh, shared his diagnosis on his you know YouTube channel uh, in March of last year. So rest in peace, Brian Marshak, uh, dead at the age of fifty-four. Then we have Golden State Warrior. That's an NBA team. The assistant coach, uh, Dijon Majelik, uh died uh, after suffering a heart attack uh, at the age of 46. So everyone's devastated of uh, this tragic event. Um uh, and, of course, grieving, the 46-year-old Serbian coach was hospitalized in Salt Lake City after he suffered a medical emergency at a private team dinner. And so an NBA, someone affiliated with the NBA, died of a heart attack at the age of 46. That is interesting. I know. Don't look at me like that. If it would have been that, they would have said it. Okay, if it would have been that, they would have said it. So it can't be that, right? Right. So rest in peace, Milo. No, it's not Milo. That's his last name. Rest in peace, Dijon Milovic. That's his name. My gosh, sorry. Dead at 46. Rest in peace, bro. One last thing that I saw uh, health-wise is that uh, according to some new studies, uh, chronic pain is more common than diabetes or depression. Huh. I wonder what could have brought that on. I mean, I know what you're thinking, but I'm trying to think, you know, outside of the box. What could have brought that pain on and why people more and more people are suffering from chronic pain. I don't know. I don't know. Maybe now it could be that. Well, it's Friday, so that means it's time for what's being called America's favorite game show, What's the Lie? What's the Lie? Where contestants try to decipher the lie from four, count them one, two, three, four headlines. One of them is not true. Thus, that's where we get what's the lie. Our contestant today, Tyler Isley. Tyler, if he wins, not only will he get to come back for another round, he'll be able to win a Talking Sense Jeffy Blue Freshie. For more information, you can go to Talking Sense Facebook group and find the Freshie scent and design just for you. And if you or someone you love would like to be a contestant on What's the Lie, email chewingthefat at theblaze.com. Tyler Welcome to What's the Lie. How are you? I'm good, Jeffrey. How are you? I'm I'm fine. Dude, you okay? You need a cup of coffee or something? You're sounding a little, I don't know what the whole energy level is. You all right? Are you ready? I mean, are you excited? Absolutely. I mean, this is America's favorite game show, and you get to participate in it. I'd like to have a little, uh, you know, a little excitement. 
Well, you're you're absolutely right. It is. I apologize. So I'll, I'll correct this. What do you do for it? What, what do you do to bring in some cash money uh, these days, Tyler? Uh, I currently work for FedEx. A delivery boy for I mean a delivery man for FedEx. So uh, you just you delivering packages to people's homes? Yes. Nice. You're on ring cameras around America. I like it. I like it a lot. That is awesome. Have you ever been, uh, you know, have to talk to the ring cameras at all? I mean, are you on a YouTube video somewhere delivering packages? Shouldn't be on any YouTube videos, but they do catch me off guard every <laughs> once in a while. They'll, they'll be like, oh, thank you. <laughs> like, okay. That is awesome. So do you, uh, you know, do you stick the packages like behind the, the porch pole or you just throw them up on the porch and you don't care? I try to be somewhat discreet because obviously nowadays you really can't trust a lot of people that just drive by anymore. Right. So I try to put it in a spot where it's not going to be easily seen, especially if it's something that looks like it'd be a little more expensive. Well, um, that's so nice. Of you. But but I don't do anything too crazy. I try to make it as easy for the customers as possible. I mean, you're not responsible for it. So, you know, take what you get. All right, here's your package. Move on. Am I right? Well, yeah. I mean, fair enough. <laughs> wow. So, I mean, I listen. I appreciate everything that you do as a FedEx delivery person. All right. So, you ready to play? Uh, what's the line? Yeah, I sure am. All right. I think I feel like I've made it pretty easy today. So, uh, if you're ready to play, four headlines, one not real. What's the lie? Headline number one. Kentucky City beams message into space inviting extraterrestrial visitors. Headline number two. American passenger bites flight attendant forcing plane to return to Tokyo. Headline number three. Arnold Schwarzenegger detained at Munich airport over luxury watch. Headline number four. HR department employees are more likely to have tongue piercings than those in other departments. Those are your four headlines. Headline number one, Kentucky City beams message into space inviting extraterrestrial visitors. Headline number two, American passenger bites flight attendant forcing plane to return to Tokyo. Headline number three, Arnold Schwarzenegger detained at Munich airport over luxury watch. Headline number four, HR department employees are more likely to have tongue piercings than those in other departments. Those are your four headlines. Tyler, what is the lie? I'm going to go with Arnold Schwarzenegger being detained. Oh, no, Tyler. No. Man, did I want you to win. Uh. I know. Hey, thanks for listening to What's the Lie? What's the Lie is a subsidiary of Chewing the Fat Enterprises. All information is probably accurate at the time of recording. CTF, WTL, MM, XX, I, I, I. So, man, did I want you to win, Tyler. I'm bummed. I'm bummed. I really did want you to win. Yeah, I was hoping so. I, I felt like I would have heard about it, but I guess... I, I don't pay enough attention to the news. To so you could take you could take another shot. I mean, I'll give you one more shot, not for to win anything, but just you know, out of the goodness of my heart. The only other one that seems like it makes sense is the Kentucky sending a message to space. But you feel like that's a lie too. I feel yeah. like it could be. Yeah, it's not. But. It's real.
Yeah. That's real. The uh, the lie is the tongue piercings for HR employees, just so you know. Huh. Well. I know. I know. Yeah, now, now, next week, we may get a study that says, hey, tongue piercings in HR employees are the number one piercing, but not not yet. Not yet. All right, Tyler. Thank you for uh, playing What's the Lie. I appreciate it. You be safe out there, my friend. Yeah, thanks for having me. You too. Absolutely. Stream and subscribe to more Blaze Media content at theblaze.com slash podcasts.